Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 28. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot that. I almost forgot. It's even written down next to me. He just said it, too. Yes. Uh, Phil Coleman is here. Yep. David Lyon is here. Hiya. And your host, John Lyon, is here. Speaking in third person, I like doing that. Boom. Um, how's your day going, Phil? It was good. It was long. It's only Tuesday. I know. So it feels like every Tuesday is the longest day. Like It feels like a day and a half. Tuesdays are the worst days this ever. This is David's theory. Tell us your theory why, Dave. Mondays are actually not that bad They're because not. you're actually coming off of a weekend, and it doesn't feel real yet that you've actually started your week. Tuesday, though, is it actually like it hits you like, yeah. I'm, in. <laughs> I'm in this crap. I'm here. <laughs> or there's basically just um, four Mondays and a Friday, and then... <laughs> What? Sunday is he's actually also a Monday. He's saying every uh, day. How is Sunday a Monday? Well, Sunday is not a Monday, but it's basically just the day that you have to prepare for a Monday. So you don't have fun that day. That so day sucks you. as well. So Saturday, though, that's good. And so Friday. You, so you just have, but have Monday Friday one, Monday two, Monday three, Monday four, Friday. <laughs> Sounds like a Dr. Saturday, Seuss book. <laughs> and then pre-Monday is Sunday. So yeah, pre-Monday through Sunday 4. Exactly. Or Monday, Monday 4. Yep. And then you have Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. But technically, Saturday is like pre, pre-Monday. pre No. Yeah. Because then you do your chores, you go grocery shopping and things like that. That's what you have a woman for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you pay her allowance? Uh, I pay her in other ways. <laughs> um... So last week I was just telling Phil and Dave I jacked up and didn't start my uh, trend of sharing fun facts because I was like, I'm going to do this new thing two weeks ago and, and then they the did next it week once. I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got two fun facts for us today. So the first fun fact, I thought this one was pretty cool because we're all moviegoers. Well, hmm. David is kind of. <laughs> to yourself. No, he, he's just picky. That's yeah. True. So the first fun fact is that movie trailers were originally played after the movie was over, hence why they were called trailers. Because it's a attachment a trailer. on the end. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes so, sense. Crazy fun fact. Huh. It's kind of like how they remember when they used to sell, and back in the 40s and 50s, they used to share the news in the movie theater. That's how people got their news mm. on World War II and stuff. I like that they share it before, though, because it gets you pumped for the movie. Yeah, but nice. the thing is, is that how many times do we always say, well, did you see any cool trailers? And you can't ever remember any of them because True. the movie... Made you forget about them. And another reason why I like them before, because you're like, oh, the movie starts at 7.30, but I have 15 that's minutes true. of trailers. To yeah, that's true. true. So you're like, I can still yeah. swing by Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Or if you live in Utah, then you just have like five minutes of like an annoying commercial of Big O. That's really oh, embarrassing. Big O tires. <laughs> really embarrassing. Every single time oh, I see that. Toby Keith. <laughs> that's never guy. even playing. I'm like. <laughs> just awful. <laughs> I always lead to your brother and go like, that's David. That's, yeah. It's so embarrassing. Like. <laughs> At Big O's. Oh, man. So bad. <laughs> that's going to be you, David. <laughs> I don't know. How many times have we actually seen trailers and then have said, all right, well, I'm good now. I can go <laughs> go home. Oh, and, like, totally forget that there's an actual movie, like a two-hour movie about to happen. Well, the problem I have is nowadays they're making it to where, like, especially the big movies. I think for Star Wars, there was literally, like, 20-plus 20 20 minutes, minutes yeah. of trailers. I'm like, oh, man. What the heck? Yeah. That's, and they're all usually, like, bigger movies that they're, like, you they're know you're promoting, see, yeah. So I could see David's point where you're just like, all right. 
Rhett's to go home. I'll just wait for Redbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the second fun fact is the average person, well, it takes an average of seven minutes to fall asleep for a human being. Unless you're me. <laughs> I'm above average. <laughs> what, how I lay my head down and I'm out. That's cr- I, I know. I can start like spelling that. my name you like You guys are P-H-I the outliers. You said the average. So how long does it take you to fall asleep, Dave? It just It depends. Like tonight, since I'm having a monster, could be like an hour and a half. <laughs> You're just like looking really up on bad. the ceiling. It's awful. But My norm is probably two to three minutes. Mine's probably like 25. 25? 25 to 30. Mine's yeah. probably like 10. I don't know. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So uh, today's the last podcast in my bonus room. So we've been living in this condo for three years, but my wife and I have decided to move into our brother's basement to save some money because we have a baby on the way. And we're trying to look for some, you know, opportunities to make more money as well. So until then, we're going to be uh, responsible adults and sacrifice a little bit and uh, move into the basement <laughs> so, and lose out on a lot of space. So what else is going to take care of us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when's the next podcast then? Well, I'll still try to do it next week. Okay. But Spencer's, uh, my brother who's been on the podcast before, he's got his own room that's like soundproof and it has a drum set. So he's going to move the drum set over and he says we can just do that. And I should be able to have more regular episodes because I live in Spencer's house and he Boom. says he wants to do them more regularly. So and I'll live closer to Phil. Yeah. So you guys want to be, we can still maybe do once a week. Still once a week will be the the Norm. standard. But I, if I can try to get it twice a week, then that would be cool too. I just need to make sure I'm starting to brainstorm more and uh, plan things out farther in advance so that I'm not just like, let's do an episode. I don't know what to talk about. So yeah, it should sound better. Planning on getting some new wires because I know that sometimes there's a little bit of a hum. Watch, no one knew hmm. that there was a hum. Yeah, in no, the podcast, and I pointed yeah. it out. <laughs> Which, oh, by no. the way, Dave, you'd appreciate this. Uh, there's this new image of promotion for the movie Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh no! And the wasp is played by the lady Evangeli Lilly from the lot from Lost. I don't know that. And is. she was also on the Hobbit movies. She was the elf. Mm. Oh, oh right, right, the girl right. who was on a. Uh, she did that commercial. Yeah, back she, in the, day. the one yeah, you couldn't was, find. Yeah, uh, what's that? It was like a Hotline commercial. Yeah, it was hotline. like her first big hot gig. Link? No. She's like, if you want to talk to hot girls, some hot links. <laughs> Wait, that was her first thing she did. Yeah, David. I, mean, I don't know if it was her first, but like, I mean, when money's tight, man. You got to do what you got to do. So anyone who wants to go look this up, they can't. It's the first promotional image for Ant-Man and the Wasp. So she's on the left-hand side. And someone on Reddit said, great. She has an upside down penis on her chest piece. No. And now I can't unsee it. Dude, yep. (laughs) Yep. That's an upside down penis. So anyone who wants to go see it. And balls. And it's funny that the balls are on her boobs. (laughs) That's funny. And someone says it. It points down to her yeah. wasp nest. Oh, that's her good. Character's a wasp. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's really good. Anyway, has, has uh, kind of speaking of that, um, I have a question for you guys. Good. Do you think that Chewbacca and you guys have probably heard this before? Do you think he's got like a red rocket, or oh, like a dog, yeah, like a, a dog, dog that's an erection, or just like a, a regular human dick? I don't. I've never thought about Chewbacca's I've never wiener. About it. Now you're not gonna not be able to think about <laughs> it. Now we're gonna look for his crotch yeah. every time he's running next he to Han Solo. So somebody, I think it was probably on Reddit. He, it was. I think Reddit's shower, the best. Shower thoughts, I think, is what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's in. the one I follow. And he's yeah. like, I have emailed George Lucas so many times about this. He, not, <laughs> he said he, he will not respond to me. It's and now it's like, what does he have? That's true. And does he like being pet? Well, actually, he does because then Princess Leia or Luke pet him one time in the older movies. No, they that's scratched weird. him or something. Huh? Do you think Greedo's looks like Greedo's nose? 
<laughs> Who shot first? Yeah, anyway. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, sorry. Uh, now we're going to get into a serious topic. So this week was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yesterday was. So it celebrates his, his, his memory slash his birthday. birthday slash, you know, what he did for the country. And I like to joke that I told my supervisor yesterday... Um, that it was racist that I didn't have it off. Uh, same here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, I I told him it was. <laughs> Man, because I was really bummed because there's a lot of people that I called to that they had it off. Well, the and banks were closed. Yeah, the banks I was, were closed. I was, yeah. I was I, expecting trans- I shouldn't have to work. I checked my bank account every day, so I was like, okay, some bills should be coming out this Monday because I made them on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. You check your it's, bank every day? Well, I got used to I that when I, worked at, when I worked at Wells Fargo. Yeah, that's why I'm bad with my money. I tried not to look at <laughs> <laughs> Just hope it's not there. It's not negative. (laughs) Yeah. So I checked it like every day. And so I noticed on Monday, I was reminded, I was like, oh, yeah, nothing. It's staying still, my bank account, all the pending transactions, because it's technically the banks are closed. They pulled a fast one on me because my car payment comes out on the 15th. Mm -hmm. So they pulled it out on the Friday. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, oh. I see you're being proactive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. It's actually nice because you go into the weekend not having to be like, oh. Gotta remember about going to weekend with no money. Yeah, you think you have the money, but then you like I mean, buy the groceries. Yeah. And you're like, oh crap, I, mean, I spent too much. Have you seen go my get bank some account? apple fritters, and you can't because the money was taken out. No, I wish that was the reason. So uh, Phil's black. That's what? no lie. So I wanted to get his kind of opinion, but first off, let's give a little bit of history. I got some good old like MLK black. or yeah. MLK. No, 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 not his Phil. <laughs> I got history. some. I got some stuff <laughs> from a nerdy little black were, kid, Moreno Valley. Were, were, were you a slave? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I have some. Uh, so bad. Some facts of Martin Luther King Jr. So More facts. obviously, nice. w- Wikipedia. Right. So let's go find out when he was born. <laughs> Okay, Martin Luther King Jr. That's about it. He was born in 19. Fill all these questions. Yeah, Phil. When was Martin Luther King Jr. born? (laughs) I don't know. 1929. Wow. Wow. I almost said 1929. You did? No. He was born in Georgia. He died in 1968 in Memphis, Tennessee. He was shot on the second floor of his hotel room. I think he's on the balcony. He was. He was either giving a speech or he was just chilling. And some white guy who I will talk about as well. Shot him, and then the bullet went through his right cheek, and then it hit his jaw, shattering it, and then it went down his spine, and, and it stuck in his jaw. So it Ooh. basically ricocheted while it was inside that him. That sounds awful. It does. But he was probably dead instantly. So we know that, you know, he was... Here's his first little paragraph from um, Wikipedia. He was born in January, was an American Baptist minister and activist who became the most visible spokesperson and leader in the civil rights movement from 1954 through 1968. He is best known for his role in advancement of civil rights using the tactics of nonviolence and civil disobedience based on his... That sounds funny, civil disobedience. Hmm. I'm going to be disobedient, but I'm going to be civil about it. <laughs> it's just I'm going to call you sir while I do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my dick, but sir. <laughs> well, sir, sir. Sir, will you do it? Uh, will you? Uh, based on his Christian beliefs... <laughs> I say that right after I say suck my dick. Anyway, uh, civil disobedience based on Christian beliefs and inspired by the nonviolent activism of Mahatma. Oh, wait, how do you say Gandhi's first name? Mahatma Gandhi. Whatever. Gandhi had a first name? Yes. <laughs> he was that cool that he just said Gandhi. Um, so, anyway, we know that he was a huge activist. Or People Adele. Go, he is, you know, he's. <laughs> Or Wong. <laughs> he only had one uh, name. But I really seal. wanted to focus on... Are you seal? McLovin? So, 
<laughs> what? He's talking about super bad. Super bad. Oh, I've only seen like once. McLovin, what are you seal? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so um, he was obviously a minister and a pastor, but then he he went on to do a lot of civil rights activists. He got his PhD. He did. Yeah. There you go. That's why they doctor. Oh, doctor. Duh. Doctor. Uh, he doctor. was arrested in Alabama, which is crazy to think because. Our dad had a, his served his two year religious excursion in 1970, and all these crazy riots in Birmingham, which was part of the area he went to, was like Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, um, was only like I can't do math. Freak. Seven years earlier, six years earlier. So it's crazy to think that our dad was me and David's dad was like down there just like seven years later than all this crazy stuff went down yeah. in Alabama. Um, so long story short, uh, there's also the Selma, Alabama. That was a big thing, but Alabama was like basically like the most the hot the, spot. The hot spot. They were yeah. like the most racist because all of it was a lot of this was filmed for the very first time, and then they saw how like how bad it was. And Alabama like was not ashamed to <laughs> do whatever the crap they did. Obviously, the one of the most memorable things in 1963 was the March on Washington, and that was in August. Damn, that would have been hot because I've been lived on the East Coast for two years, and the summer is the most humid. That's yeah. that's more power too, and that's even more of a powerful uh, and march. Suit. Yeah, they all wore suits back <laughs> in the day. So they got right in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and obviously Martin Luther King Jr. gives his famous "I Have a Dream" speech. Um, it was seventeen minutes long. Hmm. It was good. Yeah. So there's one section I wanted to go over, and this is probably the most famous. But basically, he says, "I have a dream." That my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. So obviously, we live in a very crazy political climate. Is that what you would say? Politically uh, charged climate. Politically charged, yeah. yeah. So there's basically politics and everything. And I think it's ironic that even amongst the... Um, everyone's guilty of this, not just white people or like everyone's guilty of this. Even black people. It's just ironic that Martha King Jr., and Bill's triggered over here. Uh, except the Asians. Yeah, except the Asians. They keep to themselves and make them sweet Nintendos. That was <laughs> awful. Demonetized. No, <laughs> Japanese. That's yeah. more correct because it's not just all Asians that make Nintendo. Anyway, so uh, it's ironic that nowadays when Martha King Jr., especially because just two days ago when everyone was sharing his this this exact part of the quote and sharing him on Instagram and putting him on Facebook and all this stuff and we should fight for this. And yet at the same time, people on the media and everywhere nowadays are if you're, you know, not... Like they call out all the colors. Yeah. And yes, like and obviously that. a lot of people are, are hating on the white people because of white privilege and all this stuff. And it's just ironic that Martin Luther King Jr. made it, he wanted to have everybody was equal and no matter what color you were what race you were what gender you were what you believed in it was what your actions were and like what you did as a person your character is what defined you which is what i honestly believe is how i that's technically how i judge people as well for my personal experience i don't know about you two you might just be you know racist people but Mm. (laughs) uh so yeah phil is though yeah (laughs) so yeah it's just funny that like the it's switched because I've seen like I've I've covered um, on my podcast before and I've watched YouTube channels and, and other podcasts about Evergreen State College. If anyone doesn't know what that is, look it up. It was pretty crazy. Happened last year, but um, a lot of the protesters at that school were saying it's basically it's the white people's turn to go through it. When it's like no, obviously what happened to black people back in the past it was bad, but it shouldn't be like 
Okay, now it's your turn. It should be no one's yeah. turn. It should yeah. just be like, we're equal, we're past that. <laughs> it sucks that it happened to people and a certain people, but it shouldn't be like, because that's a kid's mentality. Well, well now it's your turn to get through the crowd. Like, I'm telling on you, and it's your turn to get in trouble. Well, an example is, and shame on us for being, you know, like this as friends, but also it was fun. But like our group of friends, like when I first came home from my mission in 2011, we kind of jumped excursion. around with our bullying each yeah. other or picking on each other. It wasn't bullying because we were nice, but it jumped around like, Oh, now it's so-and-so's turn. It was unconsciously done, but still it was done. Yeah. And that's what this reminds me of. It's just, just on a societal level. Yeah. A bunch of immature people are like, Oh, now it's someone else's turn to, you know, be in someone else's spot type thing. It's not a game. It's not well, tag. I feel like it's because people don't want equality. It's they want, they want to feel better. They want other people to, well, I felt like crap for so long, so now it's your turn. But yet, these are the same people that are wanting equality. Yeah. So, But only for certain people. Yeah, only for certain people. They won't people. tell you that it's for certain yeah. people, but the way they it, frame their arguments, it's, it's, it definitely sounds like it's for certain yeah, people. Yeah, it's only. like they want equality for the rest, but yet the white people, not. They don't get equality. And then just to be clear, people, like, I don't care about most of this stuff. Like, if someone called me a, a racist, I know I'm not. And I'm not saying, I'm not, like, crying over here. Me and David are white. We're not crying, like, oh, like, it's sad that the white people are being made fun of. Like, I yeah. don't care. I just know that. I deserve to be made fun of. I do some stupid crap. You know, <laughs> people in general do some stupid crap, which we'll talk about later in the podcast about these dang internet challenges. But oh no, I just think that, like, it's stupid that people can't just remember that i'm gonna judge this person we all know first impressions are important and sometimes you just can't get over those first impressions but you give people the benefit of the doubt that maybe they'll prove you wrong and it's always by their actions and what they say not necessarily oh wow that guy's gay i'm not gonna ever hang out with him i mean maybe if you don't like hearing him talk about his weekend about who he's he did but still, you just joke around with it because that's what I do. With I yeah. love gay people; yeah. <laughs> they make me laugh. Why don't you marry them? Because I don't like them that much. <laughs> um, so, Phil, I want to understand your perspective because we've been friends for quite some time now. We've become Almost better 10 friends. Years. Well, yeah. Well, ever since you returned from your religious excursion in in Dominican Republic, that which have been 2011. Yeah. So we became really good friends then. But I knew you back in 2006 and stuff like that. Yeah. So, what was it like growing up in mm-hmm. Reno Valley, Southern California, as a young black man? The same as a white person. Really? I feel. Actually, the funniest part about it is the only time I received any type of negative, like, I don't know, negative reaction from people mm-hmm. was black people. Like, I'd be hanging out with my friend they were white and they'd be like stick with your own kind and then, ah, like, I'm man, just like, they would call like, you what's well, an uncle tom yeah basically and then same thing which is funny because on boondocks yeah there's a guy named tom oh really yeah were they like <laughs> long black. necks don't go with three horns <laughs> with sharp is that from, tooth is that from freaking <laughs> land before land time, time. <laughs> Dang, there was racism but, in land before time but yeah like the two times That's i experienced horns, it both time, one time I was walking a dog with this girl that I liked in I was think it was middle school. Yeah, exactly. So we were walking our dog by that park, like the Sal Park mm-hmm. and stuff. And then there that was, was a when Wedmore Park, Weston Park, Weston Wed- Park. I don't know what's called. Sort of the W. Yeah, Weston. Yeah, I got offered weed there one time. I was like, nope. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but anyways, but yeah. So like the like the two times I faced 
like negative, you know, reaction from someone was from people of Air color. Air quotes, your own community. Yeah, people of color. Like they were just like, why are you hanging out with them or stick with your own kind? And I wasn't your, you know, stare, like what people would say stereotypical. Um, Listen to hip hop, sagging your pants. Yeah, wow. I was a little nerdy. Kid. <laughs> okay, I'm just throwing the stereotypes. That doesn't mean I believe them. Uh-huh. Gosh. But, no, no, there's, there's a reason why stereotypes so, exist. Why is, because why is that? Why stereotypes? No, why why did you not I guess have that image? Why didn't you adopt or, that yeah your that, culture, that culture that was supposed to be your culture? It just wasn't my family. Like you've met my grandmother, yeah. she's not like that. You've And your dad is half white? No. No, partial? Just there were, it, it's a mutt. Your like, dad's gonna come on us like this is horrible, John. You're racist. <laughs> How would you assume I race? <laughs> no, your dad's freaking nice. Too. He, yeah, he's they're just very mixed. Yeah, my dad's side. So. And then your mom is just black, right? African American. They're mixed too. Okay, so you yeah. you come from you're not just your complexion looks like it, but you're not which. Yeah. What? I'm we're trying, actually, I'm trying we're to be actually, technical, man. We're actually yeah. from like. Our side more comes from the West Indies. So okay. Like that'd be the Caribbean. So from someone just looking at you, oh, that guy's a black guy. Could. If they sort can mistake of, they can of. mistake that. But that's just my point is that there's so much nuance to even just your family dynamic as far as genetics, yeah. race, your personality traits, like that. That's like, how the, are you going to judge me? Because we have Irish, we have exactly. Scottish. It's like, which one do we pick? Is he a drunk? Is he a deadbeat? What is yeah. He? And so it's so like, that's what the problem I have with a lot of things going on in society nowadays is everyone's doing the whole collective thing. Like, they, they judge people as a group instead of an individual. It's oh, yeah. like, oh, you should be part of that group because you look like those people. I feel like we've done that for a long time. Oh, we now. always do that. It's called yeah. othering yeah. or tribalism. Yep, yeah. exactly. Tribalism. But the problem is, like... My brother and I, we were raised on a street before, you know, like families start moving out or anything, but we were raised on a street that was very multicultural. We had people that were from Mexico on the street. Yeah, that's because you couldn't speak. Probably when we were teenagers, because you were like, oh, oh, it's slow. I got to go slow again. (laughs) No, no, they weren't there growing up, though, when I was a kid. Yeah. So we were able to ride our bikes and rollerblade without speed bumps. But there was a Filipino family at the end of the street. The ones directly in front of us, they were, um, they're white, yeah. And then next to them, Mexican, next to them, Mexican, and then next to us were uh, African-American family, and then next to us was a white family. So it's like, we're mixed right there mm-hmm. in itself. Yeah. And so I never grew up looking at my color and saying like, oh, I'm black, and she's this. and Like, yeah. I recognize now what they are yeah, and such, and that's partially because society makes us want to classify people. But I grew up just seeing people as people like, oh, that's a girl, that's a boy, they're my friends. You friend. can't even assume that anymore. Say you can't yeah, that. well, sorry about Good that. Good thing you weren't born in 2017. I apologize Damn. to anyone who was just offended <laughs> by my... <laughs> Triggered? <laughs> by my thoughtlessness. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, so my brother and I were just raised to accept people for who they were. And so I think that's why we were who we want to be. We didn't succumb to, you know, fitting into a culture or anything like that. Yeah, and I think that's funny how the way our brains work and the way we try to, like, categorize people, it's just the way our, our how perception works. is When you come across your experiences that shape your reality, when you come up across it again, your brain automatically within a second tries to analyze, okay, like, where have I seen this before? And then yeah. you, try to, you try to categorize people categorize people because that's how your brain works and having to deal with reality and whatnot so that's why we make up these dumb terms like 
like those those black people who are like stay with your own kind. Yeah. So like you were you if we were we always joke about it, but like you're more of a. What if oh, I just got up and was like okay and yeah no, went with that just left the girls walking friend, dog. like later, dude. Yeah, peace. <laughs> uh how did that actually make you feel that sounds that's a weird question but like it was confusing not because i was like who it was more so like what would we do to you Mm -hmm. yeah like who like spit in your cheerios type thing because then that's where that's that's where phrases like you're an oreo or you're a coconut or you're white chocolate because dark on the outside yeah exactly because you you have the more conservative personality more out conservative outlook on life and then you're also you tend to get along with not just one type of person, one type of people yeah. or like, I don't know. So it's, that's why, that's why those, those dumb, I know we joke about it and we call you an Oreo, but like it's, we have run, unless you're offended by it. You call him an Oreo? Not to his face. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, uh, no. So like, he's over here sweating. I know. <laughs> he's like, and, and those are some of the newer terms, like back in like the sixties and seventies, even earlier, like people who supported, you know, more white folk or whatever you want to call it, they would be called Uncle Tom's. Like, that's yeah. still a thing today. The Oreo coconut, like, that's more of a Isn't slang ben team. Carson, they said that about Yeah, him. and then um, I think some Edwards, too. I think his name is, starts with an L. Not Lavelle Edwards. That's a that's the, <laughs> the old BYU coach. No. Larry Edwards, I yeah. think his name. And he's been on Dave Rubin a couple times. But, yeah. yeah, that was, like, the political side of, like, that slang term, like, Uncle Tom. Like, you're yeah. just supporting the government. You should be against the government because of what the government used to do to you 200-some-odd years ago. Or even... Back in the 60s, not even yeah. that long ago. So I remember growing up, you know, every year in school and everything, we would learn about MLK and like learn about his speech and everything. And I definitely have to say that I admired it because I'm like, you know, people are people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I, because yes, at that time, he was definitely fighting and pushing for the inequality that. You know, African Americans or black, whatever you want to call them, um, and there was that was straight up systemic racism because yeah. it's part of the system. Like you can't go to the same bathroom, you can't go to the same drinking fountain. Yeah. I personally don't think there's systemic racism nowadays. Like part of the system of businesses, I think there's still racism and there's racist. Obviously, we saw last year of people Nazis running over people in the streets. Yeah, but I personally don't think that. Maybe I do. I need to do a little more research, but from mm-hmm. what I've seen and what I've, I've I've talked to people and my experiences, I don't think there's systematic racism. I think there's just still people who are racist. There, and I'm not even going to be careful saying this. There isn't the racism that exists now is because people are stewing in it and they're teaching it, like passing it on. It's not a system thing anymore. It's just culture yeah people learn it in their family and they're like this is how it should be it should be like separate and stuff i'm not just saying on you know like from a caucasian point of view or from a black point of view it's everywhere like people feel like culture should be kept separate and that's where the racism racism is bred because they're like we're better so I have a question because this big white privilege thing that I've kind of gotten annoyed by, and I've learned about it, and I've done some research. It's you're white. I know, right? <laughs> I just forgot to check my privilege before I walked into this room. Yeah. So the question I have is, do you feel like you were ever? Because I understand that there are people who have a harder time getting through life because of the neighborhoods they were born in, but I don't think that has to do with necessarily race. I think that can more so have to do with socioeconomic depends on status. Who you ask. Yeah, it depends on you ask. <laughs> I I still think that. I mean, see, you're lucky if you're born into a family, like you have better, you're ahead of people if you learn certain things, like how to manage a bank account, how to get a job. But like, I still think that that's across the board. I think, yeah, you could say maybe there's some races that don't have that, 
those those things taught to them established well as a young when they're younger but But does that have to do with the the color of your skin i don't think so that's what i'm thinking i think because here's my example this whole white privilege thing is stupid because to me it's like at the end of the day okay if there is so what what are you going to do about it if you think honestly that there's a system against you what are you going to do about it here's the example and people can get give me flack whatever it is i don't know how many people will comment on this but anyway uh i have we're moving out of this condo this condo is three bedroom and it's 975 it's a freaking good deal because all the apartment complexes That's around great. us are like 1300 yeah for like a one bedroom or two bedrooms yeah. so this is amazing white. what because you're white i know right no <laughs> so there are two people that i know who live in this complex i'm good friends with their parents own the unit because that's the difference here's a fun fact condos look identical from the outside to apartments but the difference is an apartment complex is owned by one person or one company condos can only be individually owned by separate people you can only own like two condos Mm -hmm. units at a time so the two people i know great people their parents were smart and invested in a condo unit so that their kids could have a place to live while they were going to school one of them has to pay i think a few hundred dollars a month so they get a really good discount so they can save they they can save for their family save for a house eventually the other person i know they don't pay at all any rent all they have to do is pay the hoa fee which is like a hundred something bucks they're both white i could be like what the hell they're like more mom per- and dad. like so it's like that kind of like deep in my mind debunks the whole white privilege because like it's not that i don't know if it debunks it but it's like why don't there's you even, have there's, that why don't i have that i'm white as well, well which I, proves I that there's different can argue that there's different level of yes white privilege <laughs> so i guess like, that's why i argue more so how's your credit score though it's freaking amazing <laughs> well there you go so that's why my i privilege. argue more it's socioeconomic status <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's why I argue well, it's, you grew up differently. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I argue it's more so socioeconomic status and just the fact that you were lucky enough to have parents who were smart with their finances. Yeah. So again, I could be so bitter and so judgmental and be like, why don't I have that? Or I could be like, tough luck. That's the cards I was dealt. I'm going to deal with what I have and I'm going to make the decisions that are yeah, best for my family. He sounds pretty bitter right now. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the hard <laughs> part is like, I think, when when people tell me this, but I can't. It's hard because I am white. But if people are, <laughs> I give you permission. Okay. Well, if if people complain to me and tell me that you know they can't get a job because they're black or or you know anything else, um, I, it just sounds like an excuse. But I don't know because I'm not in their shoes. So it's really hard to say because uh, I'm not in their shoes. But I've heard that people say that it's harder to yeah. get a job if you're colored, and I wouldn't know. But it sounds. It sounds ridiculous to me because I feel like we don't live in that day and age. But do we? And there's I a lot feel of like there's do, a lot of but, uh, black people who are more successful yeah, than I am. Technically, but, won't tell black about okay, pay, this but is, Phil makes more money than I do. There you go. This is true. This is going to sound <laughs> really racist, and I, I I really apologize. No, because about, you're not saying it out of hate. No, but so it's, it's, it's more of a, a question. Um, like, is it because you're black or colored or anything, it, or is it because maybe the way you talk, maybe the, the way you dress. Um, Which is all learned yes, from your parents. Um, I don't know. Is it like that? Because I know for me, I, I used to look differently back in the day. And I... He used to be a woman. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, he, he had <laughs> no. gauges. And... Yeah. He had, so gauge, had gauges, big old gauges, and, piercings, yeah. black, jet black hair. Yep. And I could not get a job at all. And then I cut my hair. I sewed up my, my ears. And then boom, all of a sudden, I was able to get a job. Like, instantly almost so it's it's but i remember when you were that young you were like 
Well, that's you didn't obviously it wasn't it wasn't racist or sex. I'm trying to think of the word. It's got an ace at the prejudice. end. Prejudice. Yeah, prejudice because you were like, why can't I look yeah. like this and get a job? And that yep. was your mentality. And it still is, to yes. be honest. Actually, like I hate that I had to do that, but you have to you have to play the game. Yeah, you have to play the game if you want to move on up in yeah. in society. The professional you have world. To. And if you're complaining, maybe you got to look at yourself. And maybe it's not your color, but maybe it's other things that you can change, like how you dress and or as or how Martin you King speak, Jr. Or, your character, your character, yeah. your, your, your actions. Yeah. I think that before you play the the color game, look at yourself and say, "What can I change? What could have helped me get that job or or anything like that?" I think that's no, that's really good insight. Yeah. It's a good question. Like going off what you said, I've never walked into a job. And been afraid I wasn't going to get it because of my color ever. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's taught. Yeah. And there are communities and in, in cities where, if you, they some kid or some person doesn't get it, then maybe their parents reinforce the idea. Oh, it's because you're black. It, it's true. And then they get it's that true. in their mind year after year, and then that's what they believe, and that's what they teach their kids. Yeah. Just bad habits of parenting. You know. Um, Again, that's just my theory. I'm not. I've never. <laughs> I've only lived in uh, Philadelphia for two years where it was heavily populated by African-American people. Yeah. But I've never... But, no, it, it really is because here's what my parents taught. They taught confidence. Because well, what was your dad growing up? What did he, what, did he, what was his job? He was a um, highway patrol officer. Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, also a mind blower because he's black and he's also a cop. And yeah. typically you should hate cops, Phil. Yeah. I'm conflicted. <laughs> I'm white and I hate cops. <laughs> But here's so does down. It, it's so weird though because like we were driving the other day, my wife and I, and then like she's like, "Oh, I always get nervous around cops." I'm like, "I don't. I never do. Maybe it's because I was around one." Oh, but yeah. still, it's just like I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, and stuff. I have no like no fear there. Yeah. But anyways, like going along with the job mm-hmm. world and everything, it's learned at home. It's all like yeah. If you just keep cutting the community back and back down to its basic unit mm-hmm. it's the home that's Family. where people so, learn things if it's the home is that the color of their skin or is that the individual themselves not maybe being educated not teaching their kids certain things and then the, or is it because their color of their skin is why they don't teach their kids things or so what would it be it's just the education that they received and not just saying like school education mm-hmm. but just you know, but then people around. would argue that yes. it has to do with race because they would ask questions like, well, why do you find that mentality so clearly across the whole black community? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then how did that start? Maybe Like if you look at certain demographics. Yeah. yeah. So then yeah. that's how they get those questions because mm-hmm. then that's like, well, all black people are disenfranchised. Well, it's like not all of them. There's a majority. Like there's a lot of people who are in poor situations that they, they would say they just can't help it. But mm-hmm. it just goes back to your... Everyone has a decision. Mm-hmm. Now, I do argue that some people don't know how to make those decisions. And yes, they may have grown up in a family where they weren't educated on how to make that decision. Mm-hmm. But I know it's it's you just can, again it's so complex, and there's so many nuances to these kinds yeah. of topics, which and I do it, like talking it's about. It's hard them. to say because I am white, and I guess I'm white, you know, privileged. But like everybody has an excuse, and you can always make your situation better. Everybody yeah. can, yeah. no matter what situation you're in, you can make it better. There's ways to do it. But again, um, excuses are like assholes. Everybody has them, and they all stink. It's true. Armpits, so. but yeah, sure. It's my more armpit, visceral. My say armpit doesn't stink. <laughs> <laughs> I use deodorant. Yeah, Old mine spice. Uh, smells like axe. Oh, okay. Well, 
Axe or ass. <laughs> so, but, yeah. any, any last two cents, Phil, on why identity politics is a joke? My last two cents is to go along with what David said. If you want something, you change your life to fit, you know, fit what you want and then go for it. Yep, you can do and it. And not saying like you need to conform and not be you. Because whenever sometimes I, might have to though. Well, yeah, like you, you have to be respectable yeah. in certain situations, but being respectable is not changing who you are. Unless yeah. you're not a respectable person, yeah. then you need help there too. Yeah. But my last point is, if you want something in life, like fit the part. Not saying don't be you, but fit the part and go for it. Like you don't need. You know, society telling you, like, what you can and cannot do. Just do what you want to do and be respectful. Yeah. That's all I got. You do you. Yep. And do it better. Support yourself. Like, you surround yourself with good people who, like, uplift you. And they also don't care about what color skin you are, what religion you are, or, like, what you believe. Mm-hmm. But you find those that common ground that you have and you guys oh. work off each other. Go ahead. All right. An example. Um, I can't remember his name. Michael Orr. Who? The football player. Yeah. Michael Orr, the guy yeah, from I remember the, the movie Blind, Blind Side. Side. He yeah, played right. for the Baltimore Ravens. Who's he play for now? Uh, I don't know. I actually, I had actually never even seen that movie to be honest. Oh, but I don't know who he plays for. Sandra Bullock's I, hot in that movie. I want to say that he actually doesn't play anymore. Oh, well, anyway, he played for the Baltimore Ravens yeah. for multiple but, years. But like, I don't know how Could accurate you know the movie is and everything to his life. Could be the whole based on a true story. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like ten no. percent of it's true. Yeah, awful. But he's a clear example of someone who you know. I mean, he was given, you know... Privilege. What's that word I'm looking for? Like, he was given a bone, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a, white, he, a very wealthy white family yeah, but helped him out. It's not like he was sitting that there... That would me out, too. No, right? <laughs> My school loan's kicking next month. Give, give me some... Where's Sandra Bullock? <laughs> but it wasn't like he was sitting there at adoption agency and everything may be adopted. He was, you know, trying to figure out his life and stuff, and he could easily walked away from all that if mm-hmm. he wanted to. And just gone back into, you know, the community that they're trying to raise him in, like, before he met this family. But I'm just using that as an example where you can change your surroundings. You don't have to stay in your surroundings. And to be very clear, people, it is hard to do that. Yeah. Because you have to remember that these all things that we learn as, as children, as babies, like when you're in a certain environment, whether we're talking about racism or whatever it is, like that's it is, life. yeah, it's life. It's hard to change. Like, for example, I personally feel like we were taught the importance of school and the importance of getting an education, but I don't think it was really focused on our family of like, you can be a firefighter or you can like, you know, I mean, specific career Just paths. A firefighter. No, not that. <laughs> that's all I could think of. <laughs> so like, I feel like we, and this isn't like trying to crap on my parents or anything, but we, I feel like there, this wasn't their personality to tell us like, you know, there's some families are like, you could do whatever you want, which they were, they taught us. But I guess I'm trying to say is that c- clear career paths weren't really set out for us. Like of this yeah. is how you do it kind of thing. And so I feel like that's why me and, and David and Spencer and other people have kind of jumped around as far as careers or what we want to do. We're still trying to figure that out because that's what we grew up in. When I was trying to figure out the whole school loan thing, I could have talked to my parents about it, but I tried to be like, do it my own. And I kind of took out more loans than I needed. Again, that's something that I wasn't taught and I had to like figure it out myself. So what I'm trying to say is, is that just because you're white, you don't have all the answers. 
Exactly. <laughs> and when you, That's whether it's damn sure, whether it's race or whatever it is, like you learn good habits from your parents and you learn bad habits from your parents. And it's hard to break that crap, whatever mm-hmm. it comes to when it has to do with any life decision of school, work, where to move, dating, whatever it is in life that you deal with. Like it's hard to break those habits because those are the people you learned it from. And but yeah, it is doable. It, no, it's yeah. doable. It's just, it, I can see how it can be hard. I think people just have to focus on the end goal and yeah. know that there is an end in sight and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And you can You'll do whatever you want. Yep. You just got to figure it out and it's going to be hard. And remember, it gets better after high school. Yeah, because high school's a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. Speaking of high school. Speaking of what, yeah, high school, whatever you can do. Our next topic, our last one for the night. So the internet's kind of crazy because people are dumb anyways. Is it the and we internet know, or is it just the people? Well, probably the people. The it's internet's people helping plus us see technology how, yes. plus internet oh, equals. The, the internet's helping <laughs> the stupidity reach out quicker. Because we've always had things like the Darwin Awards, where like people who've mm-hmm. killed themselves or done stupid things because they're just trying dumb things. So there's this new challenge that went viral like a week ago. And I'll read the, the uh, there's a post from the Washington Post. And it's the teens are daring each other to eat Tide pods. We don't need to tell you that that's a bad idea. <laughs> that's the headline for the article. Oh, man. So, doesn't know, Tide came out with these cool little pods. They're like liquid. They look almost like fruit snacks. I can understand why little kids. No, I think also <laughs> uh, another report. Like 14 year another, old. Yeah, another report came up saying they had over 12,000 calls just about poison Whoa. control because. This challenge blew things out of proportion in the last week, but they're saying in general, kids do eat these and other products that they should not be eating because wow. they look appealing. So these little pods you throw in your washing machine and they the plastic dissolves and it eats up and it... Yeah, that, that looks great. Yeah. I could what? eat that. <laughs> oh, it looks, it looks like, like a sherbet. Up, yeah, actually. it looks I mean, like a, a gusher. Why aren't parents teaching their kids that they can't eat these things? Well, yeah, exactly. So the challenge is, is that these kids have been challenging each other. So the article starts off first... It was the gallon challenge, which I'm assuming is drink a gallon of milk. Oh, yeah. the gal- Then there was the cinnamon challenge, which, oh, yeah, again, yeah, these yeah. two things don't kill you. I yeah. took part. It, There's yeah. also the, uh, the gallon of milk. That makes you throw up, right? I yeah, think so. it does. You can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So then there was also the fire Ugh. challenge, which another podcast what? covered one time. This black guy lit himself on fire with, like, he put, like, fire starter, like, like lighter fluid, light, like, liquid, yeah. all, like, gel all over him. Yeah. And then lit himself on fire, and then he hurt and jumped in the shower. But it's the funniest YouTube video, this black oh, lady. His no. mom's like, get him onto the effing water. Um, <laughs> and then there was also, last year, there was a banana challenge, where these banana. kids tried slipping on a banana, just like they do oh, in the cartoons. Yeah, yeah, So then this is the newest one. It's the Tide Pod Challenge. Um, also, there was the Bath Salt Challenge. What? Which is I, that? They tried telling kids to eat bath salts. And that's where that whole joke came out, where if you eat bath salts, you started craving human flesh. Yeah, you turned into like a zombie. Yeah, yeah but like, because that guy did that bath was a, salts. Where do you even get that? I don't know. So it says, there's just like a there's a guy that's just in a dark alley. Yeah, and he's just like, hey kid, come hey, kids. here. <laughs> hey kids, slip on this banana. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa, you he's, pervert. He's like, no, 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 yeah, actual no, banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it says, now videos circulating on social media are showing kids biting into brightly colored liquid laundry detergent packets. And I think the reason why kids are... Wait, wait, what's what's the challenge though? What do you win? Just eat them. Nothing. It's not a challenge Yeah, yeah, it's not a challenge. There's also not a challenge in lighting yourself on fire either. I guess the challenge is don't die. 
How about like that's life? Yeah, you no, right. The, ch- yeah. the life yeah. challenge. The life challenge. Why don't you live through your twenties? Yeah. <laughs> well, these kids. Some of these kids yeah. or drive on they the freeway. Oh, that's awful. That is awful. So it says uh, they eat these laundry deter- detergent packets, which people probably think just oh, it's just soap. But no, there's way more chemicals than just nice. soap. My in... mom used to wash my mouth with this. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> really? No, no. no, no he's I'm saying, saying he's facetiously no. saying. No, like, my mom treat treat me right. Oh, okay, love me. Um. So Love it says, expert, <laughs> <laughs> experts say the game dubbed the Tide Pot Challenge is dangerous. Well, no shiz. Uh, <laughs> wow. You're really taking a chance, and to what end? Someone, Alfred Algaeus, managing director of Florida. What Poison- was his name? Alfred Alagaeus, uh-huh. managing director of the Florida Poison <laughs> Information Center in Tampa, told the Washington Post last week, it's pretty foolish behavior. Are you serious? I, we I know this. If, I, if anybody told me to eat one of those things, I'd be like, no. I'm like, no, no this just, cleans it, my clothes. Yeah, a, a quick no. Yeah. Like, you're an idiot. So I How think, do you bring that up to your friends, too? It's just like, hey. Dare you to eat this? So check this out. Last year, the U.S. Poison <laughs> Control Center re- received reports of more than 10,500 children younger than five who were, were exposed to the capsules. The same year, nearly 220 teens reportedly exposed, and about 25% of those cases were in intentional according to the data from the american association of poison control centers so far in 2008 there have been 37 reported cases among teenagers half of them intentional according to the data wow you know I what it think was some people have died from it too you know what it was what what it was the triple dog dare oh that's yeah what, that's what <laughs> that, that get me yeah like if somebody just, i triple like dog if somebody's dare like you I dare you eat this? I'd be like, no, that's that's laundry detergent. But the, I triple dog dare you. I'd be like, oh man. So it says Tide's parent company, Procter and Gamble, said in a statement that it is deeply concerned about conversations related to intentional and improper use of liquid laundry packs. Laundry packs are made to clean clothes. They should not be played with, whatever the circumstance, even if meant as a joke. Like all household cleaning products, they must be used properly and stored safely. That just doesn't make sense to me. I like. I wouldn't wash my body with that stuff. This sounds awful because kids died, but like... uh, Darwinism? Yeah, just (laughs) weed weed out the bad ones. (laughs) That's awful, though. I shouldn't say that. I guess uh, Rob, you know this guy from Patriots? Rob. Yeah, Rob Gronkowski. He's been doing a PSA. Yeah. He I, did a 20-second or 30-second yeah. PSA on not guy, eating him. I, I love that guy. But if that guy's telling you not to do something, you probably shouldn't because that guy's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> just listen to him. He sounds like a big ogre. He does sound like, like an just, ogre. What's his name? Uh, what's his name? Rob Gon- Gronkowski. And they call him Gronk. Gronk. Yeah. Like that's, on, that's, that's, just a, that's an ogre. Lord of the Rings name. Yeah, Gronk. Well, Gronk isn't, smash. Isn't Gronk off Well, it's uh, actually the Gronk spike. Off Emperor's New... That's Kronk. Kronk. That's Kronk. But there basically, might as well be the same thing because he yeah. talks the same. That's he's exactly, big and he's yeah. buff. I was going to bring him up. So anybody who has partaken of these laundry detergent pods, or if you know anybody, to report exposure to laundry deter- detergent pods, call the National Poison Hotline, 1-800-222-1222, or text POISON to 797979. That'd be funny if 1-800-whatever spelled out dumb... F- <laughs> you stupid would, yeah. idiot for eating this crap so yeah social media it makes these idiots and these challenges kind of like brush like wildfire because there's always been people doing stupid stuff but yeah. people catch on like what on youtube they'll see this challenge like i gotta do it i gotta eat a laundry i've never pot. done any of these challenges i haven't either i should we, should we try a tide pot right now no, no i'm just kidding we'd probably no. all die yeah i know and this That's would be like my last podcast suicide <laughs> that'd be awful do you me. remember any dumb things growing up phil as like a teenager that just 
everybody kids at high no school. No challenges. Everybody yeah. at high school. Remember <laughs> <laughs> dumb things? Everybody. No, just like anything that was a fad back when we were teenagers of like that caught on for a bit. Because again. I never went with the grain though. We just had a conversation about yeah, it like 20 minutes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I don't remember. You're any. like, there's a lot in the black community, but I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no, uh, because I guess. Bring a knife the- to school. <laughs> That wasn't me. I was saying. Oh man! <laughs> the thing about the, the internet nowadays is there's a new fad like every three months, and then the, the three months goes by, and that like fidget spinners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one plays with them anymore. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's Seriously, the problem. I actually have one at my work. Here's the problem: the internet promotes short attention. Short attention. Well, not even that. Just a culture of stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sorry to bring you up again, but Logan Paul. Oh yeah, the whole like, suicide forest showing a dead body on his YouTube channel. Well, what? just any of you didn't his hear about YouTube. that? Wait, 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 what, 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 what? Okay, so Logan Paul, he's a super like famous YouTube guy. He started oh, nice. on Vine, okay, and then Vine went under, and he went on the YouTube. Oh, guys, on YouTube makes money off this. He's yeah. like a bro. That's yeah, his yeah, personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he went bro. to the famous forest in Japan. It's a suicide. And it's, suicide. it's nicknamed the Suicide yeah, Forest, okay. and his intention was to spend the night, and he actually saw a dead body hanging, oh. and then he went up to the body and filmed it, and it, he just looked and sounded very insensitive, because they were like laughing and joking no about way. it. And he decided to post it anyways. Like they Obviously, this isn't live face YouTube. This wasn't yeah, this streaming. Is, yeah. he, he had to watch it over. He had to watch it over, had had to to watch it over and edit, edit it, <laughs> and oh, make the decision man. to upload. That's So then I think... that's I, somebody's... That's somebody's like family member. Yeah, these, family member. No, yeah. these parents had to basically find out that their kid was dead by oh, no. watching or Ooh, going all over online. Yeah, so what I think he's been dropped dick. by YouTube. Oh yeah, which is good. But I, I would have been better if I he think was he's like, been suspended. Oh, I'm gonna go do they, this. Oh, suspended. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if he was like, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna stay the night there, and then all of a sudden go do it and just be like, oh, this is horrible. See, that would have been better. But if he just kept his like YouTube personality the entire he time, he did. That, basically, that's. And also, he tried framing it that before sucks. and after the video, after editing of like the importance of the suicide, suicide hotline awareness. and stuff like that. But it made what? it. It seemed no. very, in, from what I saw, it seemed very slapped on there and disingenuous because he dick. just like knew that. Oh, I should at least frame it this way, and then it and then still he backfired. The video about him his, apologizing. No, no, about him just in Japan being yeah. very disrespectful. Oh yeah, he was dressing up like in their clothes and like running really? around like crazy, throwing pokeballs at people. Yeah, that guy should not have money. No, he shouldn't. But that's but how the does. internet is. And we most actually his, helped him get money. Most of his fan yeah. base is like <laughs> that's the crappy thing. Most of his fan base is like teenagers too. Yeah, so like oh, they don't. That know sounds him. about right. Yeah, he's the uh, little insensitive dicks. Like if <laughs> if you ever wanted to pull out a perfect example of white privilege, there, there, there you okay. go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. But you, YouTuber privilege. Yeah, but with all that being said, I'm just saying like there's people like that on the internet, and unfortunately, like teens and everyone they're able to access yeah youtube and everything so they see people like that like oh i just want to do something for the shocks or for the mm-hmm. laughs and stuff and i think that's how a lot of these challenges come up is yeah somebody does something like oh that's funny and then they just go with it yeah hmm. well S- stupid people shouldn't have money <laughs> it's true too bad they usually have more yeah i know <laughs> That's crappy. Well, does anyone have else to say about the Tide Pod challenge? Or how about everybody stop wasting Tide Pods? And when you're about to eat one, send it to me. So like, should I have theory? a PO box? Like, open one up <laughs> and be like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on!" Before you're about to eat your Tide, don't send it to send Phil it to PO Coleman. Box, da, 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 so da. he can do his laundry and save money every month. Yeah, I mean, if you're do trying you to think- do something stupid, send your money to someone else. 
Do you think Tide had a spike in sales? <laughs> <laughs> no. Those kids don't have money. They just grabbed yeah, their mom and... Right. They just went in the laundry room yeah, and grabbed it. Or they went yeah. to Target and just, and like, just opened like, it up one, and yeah. swiped it. Yeah. yeah. They only need one. Yeah, You're true. not going to put two in your mouth. <laughs> that's too much. That's too much goodness. <laughs> true. You want to hear the stupidest thing I've ever done? What? Okay, not the stupidest, but one of them. So I was at uh, Target and i was buying some uh some milk but not the uh, gallon it's that would be the, the half, half gallon, gallon right just a little carton yep and uh i was uh hanging out with my friends and i thought it'd be cool to spin it around my finger with the handle like a <laughs> gun yeah, like a gun like yeah that would be awesome right <laughs> except yeah. it weighs it, way differently i than forgot a gun? how much it actually weighs yeah <laughs> and it flew off of my finger and it <laughs> opened up and everywhere and my friends didn't want to hang out with me anymore so okay. <laughs> but this target that was like like 10 years ago, probably. And the like Target worker 17? was like, what were you thinking? And I was <laughs> I like, I don't know. You're like, I, I don't didn't know. think about white privilege. Sorry. Sorry. You didn't know Sorry, about I that did. then. You didn't know you had white privilege. I don't think the world knew about that then. Yeah. No one uh, knew. Actually, I was like, uh, somebody uh, spilled their milk over there. Uh, can you go pick that up? <laughs> Some dumbass. <laughs> but see, like when we did stupid stuff, it was all just because... We were hanging out with friends. And it happened in the moment. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it, challenging. We didn't think it through. It felt like, like a good idea at the time. Because yeah. if I actually pulled that off, do you know how cool that would have been? <laughs> like full on. Just Is that centrifugal force? When that it spins around like that? I like don't a roller know. coaster? That's how it stays in. Yeah. Not when you and go upside down. I, I almost made it, actually. But as soon as it like got to here. Was, I think the funniest thing that you did on accident in public was when you, me, and. Armando, uh, we're at Ikea picking out stuff. <laughs> oh, man. And you looked at the light bulbs <laughs> and then dropped them. And then when light bulbs break in a box, it makes this pop in, noise. In, uh, and then loud it turns into sand. And then it turns into sand. So when they picked it up. Wait, did it, you do it on uh, purpose? No. No, it was an accident. Oh, it was okay. one of those things. And it was so loud because it was a box of like four of them. And then How in the light bulb them? section is, is very. Clumsy like chunk from Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you tell me to hold something and you just count down to 10 and I'll probably. Drop totally it. Drop it. <laughs> so then he dropped it and it made a loud pop and it's like the certain section of ikea where it's kind of quiet yeah and then when he went to pick it up and put it back on the shelf just powder dust just <laughs> dripped like poured out of the end of it onto the ground and then we just put it back on the yeah, shelf do you think ran. i bought that no way <laughs> you were like 14 like, yep put it back you know some worker probably went to go investigate after organize it and then just dust everywhere dust <laughs> don't let him hold your kid yeah, it's probably oh. not a good idea. I probably shouldn't hold my own kid, actually. So, <laughs> Wait, are you announcing no, something? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Lord, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this has been a wonderful episode. Dave's been wanting to do an episode with Phil for a mm-hmm. long time. They used to we work together. Have, we need to have one where David and I don't agree on, though. Oh, no. We That's why I need to get David on an episode of like a Marvel movie, because Dave does not like Marvel uh, movies, and make him first Black off... Come Panther with me. Oh man! Speaking, you speaking of being racist, next month is a very special month for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Black Panther yeah. comes out. You want to know what else is really special about next month? February Your birthday. Yeah, my birthday. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> oh, you thought you were say Black History Month? No, no, my birthday. Uh, birthday. That Ironic. looks like the worst one. Okay, yet, well, you, almost. You gotta get your ticket soon though. But guess where yeah. we got our ticket? It's IMAX. So Down says and swears that pretty much in IMAX you can sit almost anywhere and it's fine. Because it's a big giant screen and they're like a bowl. Mm-hmm. So we have 
Front seat. Front. No, we're in the no. very back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. No, but get it. Oh, Phil's black. Rosa Parks. Back of the bus. Uh, hey, she died. So I know. Respect. I have a question. You guys have to be honest. You guys have definitely seen the trailer, right? For, yes, for what, what? Black Panther. For Black Panther. Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Completely honest. How bad does it look? It looks good it to looks me. Good. No. Okay. You're All gonna right. go see right. it. Did with you see me. Captain America: Civil War, where he was introduced? Yes. Yeah. So and it was awful. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. They doesn't like it Marvel movies. Looks bad. Like I, you know acting, me? everything just. You know, I I should someone. Uh, I had the idea to like what I should show up dressed as in Black Panther when we go see it. Oh. So I served Captain America. I wasn't. No, I was in Philadelphia for years, and I I was able to meet and visit a lot of people straight from Africa, and they were very gracious, fed me a lot of food. They also loved that we learned a lot about their culture. Because so he's they, white. Yes. Cause they so they gave me some African shirts. So I thought it'd be funny as me as a white guy showing up to Black Panther, which is a movie set in Africa, showing up an old oh, African man. shirt at the theater. <laughs> what if this was the only time we went to the theater in Utah and like the audience was majority black? I know, and I show up in an African shirt. You're and just I get, like I get put online and get famous for the wrong reasons. You're like yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so think about it, John. Has he go to bed tonight? Think about is it worth it? Is it worth it? Do you want to be the next Logan Paul? No, I do not. Do you know? Do you think if this movie ends up being crap, it's that not. Like, black people are going to say it's because you're racist? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, David, like, David, 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 David. You're, you're just going to need to sit down real quick. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to be. You want to know why? Okay, why? Because Marvel. Because they, they know the way. They know the way. They know the way. They know how to do it. They know the way. Oh, All right. Well, this has been the John Lyon Podcast, episode twenty-eight. Phil, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. David, thanks for coming. Yes. Next episode will be in the basement, and the sound should be better. I should have some new mics by then. And uh, not mics. Sorry, be mic. Be all Microphone moved. cords. Be all moved in. Be all moved in. I was moving it. I was just moving. <laughs> I, I was just moving moved it. it. I just moved. That's what it is. Um, so, peace out, people. Peace.